Hey guys, uh, my name is Phil. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery for control and pride. Hey guys, uh, my being here is a testimony of God's goodness, but it also to a sense of humor. You see, my first exposure to Regen was when I saw an announcement for it in the church bulletin. Regeneration, I thought, sounds pretty interesting. But then I thought, wait, it's one of those recovery programs for messed up people, so it's definitely not for me. Um, well, several years later, I was finally ready to acknowledge that I was messed up too. But let me rewind a bit and give you some context. Um, I was blessed to grow up in a Christian household, and I was raised by parents that loved God. I remember going to church and hearing all those Bible stories, and there I heard about Jesus, and at a young age, I decided to accept him as my savior. I perceived God in a Santa Claus-type fashion. If I followed his rules and did good things, then I'd be on, be on his good list, and he would return the favor. If I did bad things, then I'd be on his bad list. So I tried to do all the things that I thought would make me a good Christian. So that included stuff like praying before every meal, reading the Bible every day, attending church, not once, but several times a week. I even went on a mission trip or two, and I thought my actions would earn me favor with God. But working to be a perfect Christian becomes exhausting after a while. I would think, why don't I feel peace or fulfillment? Oftentimes, I felt like an imposter, someone that was acknowledged as being a good Christian, but mostly I was feeling like I was pretending. Regardless, I felt like I had to continue to build up that goodwill and personal capital with God. In the following years, some pivotal life moments came, and I prayed and asked God for some specific things related to school, work, and relationships. And when I felt like God wasn't answering, I felt betrayed. I felt like God owed me. After all, wasn't I doing what he wanted me to do? Wasn't I being a good Christian? I gave God what I thought he wanted. Why didn't he give me what I wanted? And this caused me to reconsider and shift my view of God. Now, I didn't doubt that God was real, but I viewed him as an aloof God that only cared about the big picture. He didn't care about me on an individual basis. And if that was the case, then I needed to take matters into my own hands. I couldn't count on anyone, including God. I needed to build a roadmap for my life to ensure that I'd achieve my best life. So I began my journey to try to accomplish my version of the American dream. And for me, this meant being financially stable, so I sought to do well at work and to advance my career, and that became my identity. I took great pride in my work ethic and my accomplishments, and I remember thinking that making a certain amount of money would be enough and that I'd be fulfilled. But as I received promotions and pay raises, I'd feel temporary elation, but it didn't satisfy. Um, in fact, instead of feeling fulfilled, I felt an emptiness in my life. So I thought there might be satisfaction in other things. So I sought out memorable experiences through traveling, caught the foodie bug, tried to be a wine snob. Um, those things didn't do the trick, though. Um, so I tried to indulge my vices, you know, drinking, partying, gambling, uh, women. And even though I knew these things weren't pleasing to God, I really wasn't concerned about that. Um, so while these things served to temporarily entertain me, it ultimately left a lingering emptiness. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about this very thing, trying to find fulfillment in things and experiences. And this is what he concluded. But as I looked at everything I had tried, it was all so useless, a chasing of the wind, and there was nothing really worthwhile anywhere. So during my journey to find fulfillment and happiness, I ended up finding myself in a relationship with this woman. She seemed perfect, she was beautiful, smart, and we had amazing chemistry. Um, and she seemed to offer the affirmation and validation that I was seeking. So finally, I felt like everything was clicking in my way. My path seemed to be working. 
Um, so here I was. I thought through my planning and hard work that I had checked most of the boxes of what I considered to be a good life. I was successful in my career, financially secure, had great relationships with family and friends, and I was in a loving relationship. I even checked the spiritual box by going to church on Sunday and you know, read, reading the Bible every so often and praying once in a while. I thought life is pretty good. But sometimes it takes one event to put everything into perspective. And for this, um, it happened in January 2018 when my then-girlfriend confessed and told me that she was pregnant with someone else's kid. Um, so in a split second, my life and future that I had envisioned just evaporated into thin air. Uh, in that moment, I had an overwhelming realization that everything that I had accomplished and accumulated had no substance. They didn't and couldn't offer me fulfillment and the happiness that I was looking for. As it says in Proverbs 14:12, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. And it was at this moment that I felt God speaking to my heart. I love you more than you can imagine. Your heart has wandered from me, but I've been pursuing you. And those words struck me to my very core. So I needed to learn more about this God who loved me. And that very Sunday at church, this is where I saw the announcement once again for Regen. And this time I knew I needed recovery in Christ. Um, and Regen provided an uncluttered structure way for me to walk through, digest, and unpack my perceptions about God versus the reality of God. Um, admittedly, I was pretty apprehensive about attending Regen. In fact, I was that guy sitting in the back. So shout out to everyone who's in the back. Um, but when I heard those testimonies, you know, that first evening, I was blown away. You know, hearing that authenticity and transparency on stage, I never heard that before. Um, and so, real quick, if you're new to Regen, stick through it. It's, I know it's an uncomfortable process, but that's true of all change. And it is worthwhile. You won't regret it. Um, in steps one, and, one through three, I realized that I knew about God, but I didn't have a relationship with God. I may have called him my savior, but he most definitely was not the Lord of my life. And these steps helped me to reestablish my view of God. I understood that there was nothing I could do that would make me acceptable to God. Instead, it was only through Jesus' perfect life, death on the cross, and resurrection that allowed me to have a relationship with him. I now knew that I didn't have to earn his love and grace, but it was a free gift that he offers to me and to all of us. Uh, steps four through six gave me a new perspective on my sin. It helped me to examine root causes of sin and it modeled what confession looked like. I understood exactly what it meant to repent and turn away from my sin. Steps seven through nine gave me practical steps of how to apply God's grace in my life, and steps 10 through 12 gave me a framework on how to continue to grow closer to Christ. You know, in the past, I thought I'd have to chart my course through life. Now I know that he is the good shepherd that leads and guides my steps. I used to isolate and subscribe to the Lone Ranger model of Christianity, now I have a group of faithful men that encourage and challenge me in my walk with Christ. I used to be selfish with my time. Now I have a desire to serve God. In fact, I get to walk with and co-lead a group of amazing men here at Regen. I now know that I don't have to try to plan out what I think will fulfill me in life. Rather, I know that God is the only one who can fulfill. I'd like to leave you with John 4, 13 through 14. Jesus is speaking to a woman beside the well. At the end of their conversation, Jesus says, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. That was me. I was drinking the water of this world, and it never satisfied. 
Jesus offered me living water, and because of this, my life has changed forever. My name is Phil. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from control and pride. To God be the glory. Yeah. Yeah.